you leave a message after the tone. Thanks. Please leave your message after the tone. I keep doing this. Calling your voicemail. It means I get to hear your voice again. You know, I haven't got one video of you. One single video. I took you for granted, you know that? What am I doing? I don't want this. Us, you, I don't want this to be done. It's not as if that's going to change anything. Every day I wake up and for one brief moment I forget what happened. I forget you aren't there anymore, lying next to me. And my brain catches up with reality and I'm swallowed. I'm swallowed by this mist. This thick fog that surrounds me and suffocates me and drags me back into a world I don't want to be part of. A world you aren't part of. Everything has less colour. Food doesn't taste as good. Smells. You left this scarf. One you wore the day before you. Well, this scarf, it smells of you. But it's not the same. It's not as bright. And every day, the smell gets less and less. Every day, a memory of you goes. It's like... It's like a pile of sand in my hand and I'm focusing so much on holding it, keeping it safe, never letting go that I don't realise the wind is blowing the top of it away. Separating it from me. I just miss you. So much. I keep convincing myself you aren't gone. Literally sitting, thinking to myself that it's some kind of trick, that you'll turn up tomorrow with that goofy smile on your face and a kinder egg in your hands. You always used to give me one before telling me something rubbish or after doing something wrong. You didn't think I caught on, but I did. I get to the point when I actually think for a second that you might come back. That might just be a mistake that everyone involved made. But then I remember. As soon as I convince myself you might be coming back, this distinct memory of your face barges into my mind. It's not... A nice memory. Like when you're laughing or with too much food in your mouth or you're sleeping next to me. It's the last memory. The last mental picture I took. The one I wish I didn't. Your face is empty.
It's cold. It was cold in there. I wanted to put my jacket on you, but it wouldn't have done anything, because even though you were there, you weren't there. I remember the policeman talking to me, asking me to confirm. I just nodded. I just nodded. I convinced myself you weren't gone, and then I remember. I don't want to. I want to forget seeing you like that. Empty. Hollow. Just finished coffee with your sister. She's doing okay. She's just finding it difficult with no one to properly talk to. I guess she's got your mum and your little brother, but your mum isn't doing well with everything that's happened. and Your brother doesn't really understand why you would... He's too young to remember Emily, so he doesn't... I'm actually taking him to the cinema tomorrow night. We're getting some pizza first. Supposedly he's missed me, which is cute. It'll be nice. That's a lie. I love your family so, so, so much, but... All I think of when I'm with them is how you aren't there. How you'll never be there. Why? Why did you do this? Why did you just leave everyone you've ever loved without a second thought as to how they'll take it? It's just so selfish. No letter, no explanation, not... Not even a goodbye. You know, when bad things happen in people's lives, they don't just give up. They keep going. But no, you decide to pack it in. Who cares if you upset anyone? You've got your way. I just can't. You were meant to be there for me. Always. We spoke about kids. A family. And now what? I'll never have them. I'll never have any of that because you gave up. You gave up. You're a coward. That's all you are to me now. A coward that left me and broke my heart. I thought, no matter what, I would love you always. Right now, right now, I hate you. I'm glad you're gone. Hey, Jen.
It's been a long time, huh? I'm drunk. Just like the old times, eh? I just wanted to say... I just, I just wanted to say Happy New Year's, Chen. I miss you. People speak to graves, right? So this here, what I'm doing, it's not that weird. I've been thinking about it a lot. It started off just so I could hear your voice, so I could remember what you sounded like, feel like you were still there. But now... Now it feels like every time I leave another message, I unload another cinder block that's on my shoulder. Like, I'm taking off another layer of lead that's been squeezing me and trapping me in my own body. It feels... <laughs> you would be laughing so much right now. Even when you're gone, I still leave you stupid rambling messages. God, I love you so much. I don't want to feel like this anymore. Every minute of every day, I have this constant tug, this lump in my stomach I can't get rid of. It makes me... It makes me nauseous. I can't eat properly. I don't want to leave the flat. I can't even focus at work. I just want it to go. If you can hear me, and I know this is stupid, but if you are, maybe, somewhere, listening to all these messages, I'll do anything. Anything that will just get rid of this. This. I don't know. Anything I need to do, anything I can do, just give me a sign. Give me some kind of message to tell me how to fix this. How to make myself well again. I can be a better person. I can give money to charity, volunteer, see your family more. <laughs> what can I do not to miss you so much? To lose this. I just need it to stop. I need to be free. I just don't want to miss you anymore. I was just listening before I went to sleep. Good night, Jen. I don't know why you're gone. I just don't know why. <laughs> so, I quit my job last week. I just, I just couldn't concentrate. And management called me and 
told me it's time to buck up and move on. I got pissed and I quit. Right there. Didn't even come back to gather my stuff. I haven't left the flat for six days. Surrounded by empty takeaway boxes and bottles. Been drinking a lot. All I do is drink and watch TV. I keep the TV on so I don't get lonely. It's funny though, isn't it? Lonely. I don't want to feel lonely, but I don't want to see anyone. All I want to see is you. Today's your birthday. I just want it. I just want it. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jen. I remember the first day we met. Properly. Not in a club or on the street. The first day we ever had a conversation, one-on-one. -on -one. You came to my party in halls. <laughs> Pritch brought you because Dim invited her and she wanted someone there in case it wasn't a party and he was just trying to get into her pants. <laughs> Which he was, by the way. You walked in and I was nervous. You strangely offered to shake my hand, but I had to hug you instead because my palms were way too sweaty. From the get-go, you thought I was a freak. For an hour after that, I tried to pretend I didn't know you or see you. Then you asked for a cup, and I remember I started talking about the environment and the blight of plastic cups. <laughs> you just wanted a cup. Instead, you got a lecture. I said I would get you a mug from my room, and you came with me. I poured you a drink from my own secret stash, asked if I could borrow your phone to send a text because mine was out of battery, and proceeded to avoid you for the rest of the night. I never actually told you this, and probably wasn't ever going to, but I didn't have anyone I needed to text. My phone wasn't even out of battery. I just wanted your number. The next morning, I woke up and first thing left that voicemail asking who it was that called me. And from there, the rest is history. <laughs> I was so sly. And you were none the wiser. You thought you were just so drunk that you'd forgotten you called me. As you and me to a T though, isn't it? I'm the one head over heels in love. The one that realises just how amazing a person you are. And you just float along.
floated along. I just miss you, Jen. I just... I miss you. I've just seen Pritch. It's the first time I have seen her since the funeral. It was nice. We spoke about you and laughed a lot at you. You lacked battery. You need to match me drink for drink. Your bottomless stomach. It felt good. Remembering you like that. In a good way. For once, it doesn't make me miss you more. It just... I don't know. It kind of made you a more solid part of my life. Hey, Jen. So, um... First of all, Happy New Year's. A week's late is fine, right? I'm sorry I haven't called you for ages. Right now, I'm sitting on the steps out the front of our flat. The movers have just left. Movers. A lot has changed since we last spoke. Since I last spoke to you. The day after seeing Pritch, I decided to go see your sister. Or, more like Pritch demanded I go see your sister. She moved back to Belfast, by the way. Her and Pete wanted to be closer to your mum. I had no money for flights, as I hadn't been at work and I spent all my money on booze. So I started selling our furniture. I didn't sell our TARDIS seat thing, in case you were freaking out. It's going to be worth millions one day. But I did sell a sofa, your makeup table thing, one of the cupboards. And I sold the desk. I found it, Jen. I found the letter. must have fallen down the back. Thank you. You don't realize just... Thanks, Jen. I, um... I needed it. Anyway... Flat. I put it up for sale after I got back from your sister's. I showed the letter and she told me you would want that. You'd want me to start moving on. I got an offer a few weeks ago, just before Christmas, and so now I'm out. I'm moving in with Dim again. <laughs> He has a spare room, so that'll be fun. I got a new job, too. 
It's good. Really good, actually. I'm on retainer for an animal welfare charity. It's not a massive paycheck, but it's enough. And I feel good about myself. You told me I would buy back my soul one day. I also, after reading that letter and taking some time to think, I, well, I started seeing someone. She's nice. I really think you'd like her. She actually met you once at an SU camp when you were really young. She says you and her were on a canoe together. Is that not insane? I don't know. I thought... It's stupid, but I thought it was maybe a, a sign or something. I just thought I would... I was just thinking you'd like to know. All in all, I guess what I'm saying is... I'm good. I'm better. For the first time since you left, I'm actually laughing at Dim's stupid joke. <laughs> when you die... Oh. I don't think I've actually ever said that out loud before. Well, when you... Everybody I spoke to told me that over time I would miss you less, but they were wrong. Maybe not completely. I guess to some people that might be how they feel, but... Every day I wake up and you aren't here, I miss you more. Every single minute... I'm not with you. Every phone call that isn't your voice on the other side. Every movie I see without you there. Every part of my life just makes me miss you more. But I guess now... Now, instead of that breaking me... It makes me smile. It makes me so damn thankful for that small portion of my life I got to share with you. I got to live in the same atmosphere as you, as the one person I know is the greatest person in the entire history of time. And yeah, it was short, but it would be greedy of me to not realise how lucky I was to even have that short period of my life blessed with your presence. And that thought that premise is like a brick that's part of my soul. It makes it stronger. You made me stronger. And yes, I still wish that one day I'll get to see you again. I'll get to hold your hand, to kiss you, to squeeze you so tight you squeal.
But until that day, I will live my life. I will fill every day with love and happiness and thanks because that's what you would want me to do. That's what you told me to do. You taught me to do. So this isn't goodbye. And it isn't me accepting you going. It isn't me asking permission to continue my life. It's me thanking you. For your existence. Your energy you gifted to me. Your impression you left on the world around me. Your love you gave me. Your thoughts you told me. It's me saying that I will never forget that. And I'll never, ever forget you. (laughs) Look at me, crying like a bloody junkie on the side of the street. I did a reading of a poem at your funeral. In it, there were two lines. They're about the length of time Robert Burns' love will last. He says he will love his girl till all the seas go dry and the rocks melt with the sun. I don't know. I just thought it was nice. It said what I was feeling. I love you, Jen. I always will.